0: a graph put out by the Mortgage Bankers Association and what the graph reads is that the 30 year fixed is going to be 6.3% in the 4th quarter of 2023 5.4% in the 4th quarter of 2024 and 5.1% in the 4th quarter of 2025 you could say alright interest rates are going to come down that's 2 years away people And the interest rates coming down, well, that's what they said before. When previously the quarter four of this year was going to be 6.2, now it's 6.3. In 2024, the fourth quarter was going to be 5%. Now they're estimating 5.4. In 2025, the fourth quarter was going to be 4.6%, now estimated to be 5.1%. and this is by the way what they expect does anybody think that interest rates in the u.s are going to come down a full percent in a matter of months i don't and this is just the tip of the iceberg in some really fascinating and ugly data about where the housing market is and is going tony katz Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. Lance Lambert joins us right now. He is the real estate editor for Fortune Magazine. You're the man who put this out. Uh, I looked at this and I said, none of this sounds good, but I start with that first question. Why do they think that interest rates are going to fall a full 1% or close to a full 1% in the next three months, Lance?
1: Yeah, so I track most of the forecasts for mortgage rates and for home prices, and there's this big consensus that's been the case even heading into this year that mortgage rates would come down closer to six or maybe high fives, and it just hasn't happened. Uh, You know, one of the things that some of them believe is that the economy would have softened more by now, you know, given that we've moved up, what, 500 basis points for interest rates, in, you know, just over 12 months, they thought the economy would have responded more and there would have been more layoffs and we would have slowed down and the Fed could have eased up. It hasn't exactly been the case. While the labor market softened some, it hasn't given that much. And so affordability is just very pressurized by these rates right now. And, you know, they can keep putting out these forecasts, but so far, you know the rate environment hasn't been giving. In fact, there's a good chance that this week we could be flirting with like a 22-year high for mortgage rates. Uh, we're at 7.28 percent right now. If we get back to 7.49 that we hit like three weeks ago, that would retake the 22-year high.
0: In your uh, sharing of this data, as you do on 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 X, you have over the past week
1: been very focused on austin texas why is that yeah so if if you look at home prices and on a national basis we haven't given up that much since mortgage rates have spiked we're actually still kind of hovering close to that 20 2022 peak but there's been a few pockets of the country like Austin, Texas, where prices have given up a lot more. And so Austin prices, depending on where you look at, whether, whether it's Freddie Mac or Zillow or Black Knight's data, they're down somewhere between like 11 and 16%. And that's, you know, that's a pretty sizable, uh, pop off in terms of like a 12, uh, 15 month decline. And so I think it's worth watching those markets. Because that's all occurred while the unemployment rate has been very, very low. So it's a question of is Austin just an outlier or is it, you know, a canary in the coal mine for more declines to come if unemployment were to jump up quickly?
0: Go over that again. I want to make sure we're all on the same page talking to Lance Lambert. He is uh, the real estate editor at Fortune magazine is it that Austin real estate prices are falling faster than everywhere else? And is, is that the, the canary in the coal mine, how fast they fall?
1: So what happened is during the first two years of the pandemic, Austin home prices went up about 68 69%. Nationally, that number was closer to 40%. And so once mortgage rates spiked, and the number of people that were like work-from-home moving from like California into Austin slowed down, Austin's housing market went into a correction mode in terms of prices. And so they've already seen about 10 to 15% decline for home prices in just a 12-16-month span. And they are still very much in correction mode. Now that the seasonal strong period is over, the second half of the year now they're seeing more give up in price
0: you You follow that with a quote, uh, or I should say a paraphrase from Jerome Powell, Chairman of the Federal Reserve, saying that he wants the rental market, the housing market, and labor market to soften. What is it that he's looking for?
1: Yeah, so during the pandemic uh, the pandemic boom period, there was a huge jump up in home prices and rents, and the labor market got very, very tight very quickly. And so you had the quits rate that got very high. People were leaving their jobs for better offers and there was way more job openings than you could find workers. And so what Jerome Powell wants is Jerome Powell has called it a housing reset. He would like to see home price growth uh, come back down, which it has at least, at least the rate of growth. He would like to see the rental market cool and he would like to see the labor market cool as well. Now, To what degree do each of the three need to cool? It's hard to say. He hasn't actually put out hard metrics. He he even said himself, you know, I'm not going to put a metric on the housing reset, but he wants to get the housing market to a place where supply and demand are in better balance, he said.
0: Talking to Lance Lambert of Fortune Magazine, real estate editor. You note that the spread On mortgage rates is 297 basis points. So if I take a look at where uh, the, the federal funds rate is, and I take a look where mortgage rates are, that spread is 297 points. And that would give us a 7.34% average 30-year fixed mortgage rate, which would be, as you were describing, that highest in 22 years. I don't think, I didn't check today, I don't think it got uh, that high. How does that spread actually work? And uh, as as a follow-up, what are the experts like you guys anticipating?
1: Yeah, so I, I think one thing that we saw as soon as the Fed stopped buying MBS securities, stopped buying the mortgage-backed bonds, what we saw last year is that the spread between the 10-year Treasury and 30-year fixed mortgage rates really widened as the demand for those MBS securities went way down with the Fed no longer buying. And since that point, that spread has been very, very sticky. And if it were to normalize today, even if the 10-year stayed where it is, Mortgage rates could go back to like 5.9, 5.8%, is why so many people in the industry keep an eye on it. But we haven't seen any progress there. Uh, the only movement we've really seen in the spread this year was when like Silicon Valley Bank and a few of the other banks failed. The spread actually widened even more as banks were looking to put fewer of the MBS securities on their balance sheet. Uh, some economists I've talked to think that that spread could slowly start to come in if the Fed were to start cutting rates. Uh, but l- l- let's see. Right now it's not. And this is just kind of the nature of the environment we're in, which is a very high spread and thus higher than expected mortgage rates.
0: By the way, I'm, I'm, I'm not that neither, either one of us in- endorses them or anything like that. I'm just happening to be using Bankrate.com. And they say – uh, at, at for today, the 30-year fixed is 7.55. Is that right?
1: You, you know, each of the methodologies vary a little bit. But the truth is all of these different averages are usually made on people with better ba- uh, credit scores. So there are a lot of people getting like 7, 8, pushing 8% out there. Uh, some of the people with better credit scores, of clo- course, you know, lower in the 7s. But, you know, there, there are some rates out there pushing eights. That's an, historically a
0: fine number in the United States compared to the last 10 years. Criminally Insane, talking to Lance Lambert, real estate editor at at Fortune Magazine. I wanna go back to the house price uh, conversation because we hear about the housing issues in the US, specifically that not only are housing prices staying up because inventories are are low and people aren't selling their houses and and we're we're not seeing enough houses come to to market, but also rents are extremely high. Um, Is there something that accounts for these two things taking place?
1: Well, I I think the thing to keep in mind is early in the pandemic, what occurred was an elevated demand for space and for housing, not only the people who were working remote, but an elevated demand for space because there were so many uh, like roommates who were decoupling and there was so much money getting slushed around that it accelerated household formation. And so there ended up being about two point five million more household formations during the first two years of the pandemic than were expected. That's a lot of need for housing. And, and housing, you know, the supply of housing doesn't respond if demand surges in a short period of time. And so that surge in demand, while supply stayed flat, created an overheating both for house prices and for rents. And that's one of the reasons that this rate hiking cycle The Fed didn't come in and, you know, start moving us up 25 basis points here and then 25 basis points there. They were doing 75 basis points early, and we ended up seeing 500 basis point move up, which is the fastest rate hiking cycle in over four decades. And so that's why they came in with so much urgency, because the labor market had gotten so tight so quickly and the housing market the same. And, you know, you know, that'll happen when you, you slush around that much money, do that much quantitative easing, while you also have these impacts on the supply side of the economy, like, uh, you know, auto production getting behind and things like that.
0: So let's bring it back to how we started. The idea that the Mortgage Bankers Association expects the 30-year fixed to be 6.3% at the end of of Quarter four, 2023, just a couple of months uh, from from now. Let's say if we were all betting people that there's absolutely no way it's coming down to 6.3%. And let's (laughs) say if we're talking about there are mortgages out there in the eights and people with good credit are still paying well into the sevens, Let's say we're going to be in the high sixes. We're we're just spitballing here, Lance. I'm holding you to nothing. This is not you saying it. This is me saying it. We're going to be at six and three quarter percent at the end of a quarter four, twenty twenty three, and I don't think we'll be that low. But let's say we were that high above where the mortgage bankers thought we were going to be. What does that say to the market? What's the ripple
1: effect there? If we were to stay higher, yeah, I, I think I think if we stayed higher, uh, let let's say we're closer to like. Six nine seven. I think it means that the labor market probably has uh, stayed firm. Like the unemployment rate hasn't ticked up quickly, and we're kind of in this place where the Fed is still in the position they are today. Actually, the bigger concern would be if the Mortgage Bankers Association is right. If we move down to like six three as fast as they as they think, or five four for later next year, that could be because we ended up seeing a really fast uh, break in the labor market with unemployment moving up. So it's one of those things like, be careful what you wish for. Getting mortgage rates down really quick in a really short period of time could mean some darker things have happened in the economy and the labor market. And you, on
0: your feed, you had discussed that. There was some group out there that expected 2025 mortgage rates would get to 4%, and your argument was exactly that. Be careful what you wish for, because that could mean something cataclysmic,
1: correct? You you don't want to wish for a 4% flat uh, mortgage rate by two thousand and twenty five which would mean in parts of the year it 's getting into a three handle because in that scenario the the economy probably took a really dark turn exactly
0: we 're going to talk more about this in the days and weeks ahead Lance Lambert, fortune. Uh, magazine. He is the real estate editor uh, there at Fortune Magazine. News Lambert if you follow him on the Twitter Xbox feel free. I appreciate taking the time more to get to. I'm Tony Katz.